Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. And today on the show I have my friend and special guest, Mr. Joe Vitale. How are you, Joe? I'm doing great. Always good to talk to you. So I'm glad and to be here. Sorry, it's, it, it is always great to talk to you and um, you know, and the re part of the reason I have you um, back here on the show because you have been a previous guest is that we haven't talked for a long time and I know that you've had so many things going on I'm thinking we need to catch up and why not uh, do a catch up while we're here on video on the show. Um, so uh, I, uh, why don't we start with um, with some of your more recent projects. I mean I know that we had, um, you know, last year you had uh, the, the Secret Mirror was a project that you're working on. Tell us a little bit about that and, and how that went for you. Well, The Secret Mirror was a mega success, a dramatic home run. It's transformed so many people. A couple million people have seen the video, the core message that I developed around The Secret Mirror. A couple million. I mean, that's pretty staggering all by itself. And then tens of thousands, tens of thousands of people went ahead and went through the whole process of learning how to use The Secret Mirror. And I'm very proud of The Secret Mirror because that alone has changed lives, transformed lives, and helped people have a breakthrough in their lives by simply using something they look at all the time, the, the mirror, whether it's a vanity mirror, the bathroom mirror, a mirror at work, wherever it happens to be. But they use it in a specific way. It's like a combination of self-talk and hypnosis and also using some futuristic things. Like I had co-authored a book called The Remembering Process where you sort of remember Remember something you would like to have happen, but you remember it as if it's already happened. And all of this is weaved together into something called the secret mirror. So how is that done? Oh, I get stories all the time. People have these breakthroughs in relationships and health and their finances. And when they want to get a job, they're getting a job. If they want to break from the job and go out there and start to be independent and financially free, they move in that direction. But the secret mirror helps them tap into a part of wisdom that's really there inside of them anyway, but we don't always know it, we don't always feel it, and we often just kind of dismiss it. So, I don't know, that's a long answer to your question, but the, uh, the idea has been, it has been a roaring success. You know, it's interesting, um, it's an interesting concept that you talk about remembering as if it's already happened. Yeah. How is that different to visualizing it uh, as a future event? Well, this is a very important difference. Uh, I love visualization. I still teach visualization. I, I still tell people, go ahead and visualize your future. And, that, and visualization taps into a part of your brain that we all know works, and your brain thinks in terms of images, so you're getting to befriend your brain and use it to your advantage. But remembering is a little different in the sense that most people use visualization by sitting here and then visualizing their end result. They visualize that they've already uh, acquired the best-selling book or the business or the relationship, which is all wonderful. Go ahead and visualize that. But remembering a visualization means you go past the point of its completion and you remember back to when it was completed. So you go ahead of the visualization to the point where it's already in your reality. It's already happened. The way that I teach this is that I imagined that there's another universe. There's a parallel universe to Earth. And on this other planet, there is a version of Natalie. There's a version of Joe. And this version is six months ahead of now. 
That version of you has already achieved many of the goals that we want to achieve. We tap into that version of us and remember back, how did you achieve your goals? So it goes beyond visualization, and there's an underlying message that it had to have happened for you to be able to remember it. Very powerful stuff. Yeah, it's incredible because what you're doing is helping people step into you know, how they feel and who they are as a result of already achieving the goal that they've set out for themselves. They step into the reality of it's already being completed. I'm a big fan of Neville, Neville Goddard, and I wrote about him in my books like The Attractor Factor. And Neville used to tell people, assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. And what that means is, instead of imagining that it's going to happen tomorrow or next week or whatever, you imagine it's already done. And what does it feel like to have the new car or to have the relationship or to have the more money or to have the better health, whatever that is that you're wanting, we're pushing it off in the distance. But instead of pushing it off in the distance, you are in this moment and you feel it real. You feel it as if it's already happened. That is so different than what most people think and teach. I know you know this, and, and this is what I've been teaching anymore, but this causes everything to accelerate. When people want to use the law of attraction, instead of having it move like molasses because you've moved everything out into the future, when you feel as if it's real now, the universe kind of gets the message as well as your own unconscious mind that this is real now. And it makes it pulls everything around. It kind of moves the chessboard of life and all the pieces on it to make it real in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, I, I want to ask you a question uh, about your your creative process. You know, because uh, I know that you know. Yes, you've had this program. I know that you've been you know writing. I don't know how many books you've written so far. Too many to mention. <laughs> Um, and also you're a musician as well and you're creating music all the time. So how do you get into your creative process to be able to do this? This is so cool. Uh, yeah, I'm a musician with nine albums out at this point. I am an author with 50 books out at this point. I have been in 13 or more movies. The list goes on. I'm going to tell you my secret. There's two things going on in my life. One is I'm following my passion. I'm following my passion. Whatever excites me, whatever turns me on, whether I know it's going to make money or not, most of the time I have no clue what's going to actually make any money. I'm not driven by the money. This is an important sub-note to following the passion. I'm focusing on my passion. What does my heart want me to do? If it wants me to write another book, come out with another product, become a musician out of nowhere and do it, I follow my passion. That's the first thing. The second thing I do that I think most people haven't learned to do yet is I don't question it. Most people second guess their own drive, their own passion. And so my creative process is an exhilarating one because I get an idea for something. <laughs> and I got to tell you, last, last December I heard a baritone saxophone for the very first time in my life. We all know what a saxophone is, but a baritone saxophone is a very deep, uh, gutsy, kundalini-moving kind of a sound. So I hear it for the first time in December. January, I decide I want to learn how to play that thing. A few months later, my baritone saxophone debut is on an album, and next week I'm going into the studio to record nothing but baritone saxophone music being played by me. Now, even I'm astonished. It's like, how do you go from zero to a few months into it, and you're recording your own music? What's happening is um, I was excited. I'm enthusiastic. 
my passion is there, I'm following that. But more importantly, I'm not saying I'm too old, I don't have the education, I don't have the experience, I don't have the talent, I don't have the time. All of those things are what other people say as excuses. I dismiss those and say, look, I'm going to go for it. So my creative process is that exhilarating one of passion followed by getting clear of any interruptions so I can go ahead and do it. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, uh, from the neuroscientist friends that I have, they're saying that you know, learning a new language or learning to play an instrument, yeah. um, especially later in life, really helps to stimulate your brain and helps it to to, to yeah. grow. Actually, um, yes. and, it's yeah, and, good for us. yeah, absolutely good for us. Um, so, how much of your creative process do you think is um, coming from your brain and information that you already have stored in there, and how much of it is coming from from source? It's all coming from source. Uh, there's nothing in my brain. <laughs> uh, all kidding aside, Natalie, I am so in inspiration driven. You know, I used to be the guy who would stand on the soapboxes and say, we all need intentions and we all want to follow our intentions. But these days, and I'm sure I've told you this before, I think intentions are for wimps. I think intentions is small thinking and what we want are inspirations inspiration comes through from I'm gonna say from the divine somebody else might say a higher power or God or nature or Gaia there's all kind of words for this power source I often use the phrase the divine and so the divine is really sending ideas to me we have free will I could say no I don't want to play the saxophone no I don't want to make another book no I don't want to do such and such but I've learned that life is so much more wonderful when I say yes so when the ideas come, when I get inspired, I'll go, I don't know how I'm going to actually do that, but if the inspiration's coming from the divine, I'm following it because I know that's where the magic and miracles are. It used to be in my life that I'd pay attention to what my ego brain would say, do this next. And I found that life was a struggle, and those were my homeless years, my poverty years, my desperation years. When I finally started to surrender and listen to my intuition, my gut, my passion, to what I call the divine, life opened up. And so to answer your question, it's coming from the divine. Yeah, absolutely. So what's your practice that you have to be able to regularly tap into that? Yeah, I make time for it. So in other words, people look and they go, well, if you've written this many books and recorded this much music, you must not uh, rest at all. You must be a type A. And I'm like, oh, man, I take siestas. I get in the hot tub every night. I smoke a cigar in the afternoon on my, my deck in the woods. Uh, I make time to allow inspiration. I'm not so driven and so busy that the inspiration gets overridden by my lifestyle. So while I do keep fairly busy, you know, like we have an appointment, I show up, I do the interview, but after that I'm going to go and I might play some music, I might go and relax, but I allow time. You can call it a meditation, but I'm allowing a lifestyle that has room for inspiration in it. That way I can hear it when it comes through. Otherwise, I won't even hear it. I'll be too busy. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I'm the same. I like to, I, I find that all the times where I'm like consciously trying to, with my brain, trying to force things to happen, um, yeah. it's when I get stuck. 
Um, yeah. When I let my ego self or my conscious self get out of the way and I just surrender to it and I spend time meditating, and I do meditate every right. single day, especially if I'm working on a specific project, um, so that I can have that inspiration, yes. you know, that I know that what's coming through is is um, is actually you know something that's going to be you know a message that's worthwhile spreading. Because from what you've said about so far about the secret mirror, um, you know, some of the things that you're talking about in there are quite innovative and different to what other people are teaching. That's right. Yeah, yeah there's some key things in there that are different. See, a lot of people are practicing the law of attraction and visualization and going for their dreams and scripting and all of that, but they don't understand that there's at least two levels to the mind. There's the conscious level and then there's the unconscious. And consciously, most people are sitting there going, I want more money, I intend to attract more money, I want a better relationship, I want to find the love of my life. That's all wonderful. You're doing it on the conscious mind. And, and I know you know this. For the, those that don't, unconsciously, there's what I call counter-intentions. And those counter-intentions are a world of limiting beliefs, negativity, and data that is... Sorry about that. <laughs> Real life happening. Got to be on a phone call while I'm doing something important. <laughs> and so there's a whole world of data underneath the conscious mind. And what we want to do is get clear. The example could be things like uh, somebody could say consciously, I intend to attract more money. But if unconsciously they think money's bad or money's evil or they don't deserve money or they don't deserve good things, that larger unconscious data bank is going to prevent it from happening. They won't usually even know they themselves are preventing it. They'll go out there and just say, hey, the world really sucks, law of attraction doesn't work, none of this visualization stuff works, not realizing that they're actually proving it works by having the outer world, this is the secret mirror and the, um, the secret reflection and all these different products that I'm coming out with or teaching people, is that the world is reflecting you. It's reflecting what's on the inside of you unconsciously. And so this is where a lot of people don't understand that they need to go deeper than just the conscious mind. Conscious mind's great, wonderful to have, but the unconscious mind is really the motion picture director. It's the one that's really aiming us through life, and what we're getting is a reflection of what's in it. Absolutely. So you just touched on the next project that you're working on, which is the secret yeah. reflection. So tell me why this is like an extension of the secret mirror, what makes it different? Well, we're going deeper. The secret mirror is the tip of the iceberg, and where it alone was something that I, I took from something I had read in the 1950s, where the people of that time, the self-help people, they would look in a mirror and they would talk to themselves. In a way, they were just being a coach and giving themselves a pep talk. But with the secret mirror, I went far deeper than that and taught about like the remembering process, about remembering your future, tapping into your future self, but using a mirror to get your answers. Well, the secret reflection is going even deeper, but the other thing that is so cool is we broke it down into 10 steps. These 10 steps make it far more manageable than just saying, go look in the mirror and kind of tap into your future self. While you can do that and you can go so far with that, most people wanted more. And I kept hearing from folks saying, I need detail. I need to know how to do this in a very precise way. Plus, they wanted to see me do it on myself. So I actually have some video footage of me putting myself into a trance and using the secret reflection to get answers for my own life. 
So the secret reflection goes leap years ahead of the secret mirror. If people are using the secret mirror, great, but the secret reflection is what they want to check out next. This is the next level. This is going to the next uh, breakthrough. Right. So do you have to have gone through the secret mirror to be able to appreciate and, and through the secret reflection? No, that's a great question. No, not at all. Because what I do, obviously, is I, I walk people through the basics. So I bring them up to speed, and then we race down the track going ahead with all the new information. But no, they don't need to have the first. Great. Perfect. Um, all right. Well, we, our 15 minutes has flown, as I knew that it would. <laughs> uh, always flies when I talk to you. Yes. <laughs> so um, I know, guys, if you click on the banner to the side of this video, you will go through to Joe's website to find out all about the Secret Reflection, um, that new product and uh, how amazing that is. Um, and I think we also, if they want to find out other things about you, about your music and all that kind of thing, they can go to, to mrfire.com. Yeah, my main website is www.mrfire.com, mrfire.com. Yeah, and thank you for doing this. You're doing wonderful things to include me as a great honor, and I love you, and I love what you're doing. So thank you, Natalie. Thank you, Joe. I love you too. Thank you so much for that. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go on your, on your tablet or on your phone. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page because I would love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.